Welcome go. back. Welcome back to Fine Intuition, folks. Episode episode eight, I believe. And we're uh we're here in my basement. Lucky with, number eight. Yeah, with that voice you just heard was Ethan Stelzer. And mm-hmm. we got him on as a little guest today and we're gonna we're gonna chop it up a bit with our with our waters. We got our waters here. What do you yeah, think of that Brita water? Shout out Jeremy. Straight off the jump. He provided me with a, a really nice, high-quality Brita, Brita water. It's uh, something I don't get to experience um, in my apartment. Yeah, we you got to straight off the tap. water, which, you know, I think it's fine. You know, it gets the job done. Yeah. That's all you really need. And you keep your dishes... Yeah, we keep our um, in the dishwasher. Our dishes. It's a little bit of an interesting thing. We keep our dishes... Um, <laughs> We use it as like a drying rack, the dishwasher essentially. So that's kind of where we store our our wet dishes. And yeah, <laughs> it's been working well so far. You know, we don't really have too many problems, which is nice. It's just extra storage for our uh, utensils and plates. <laughs> that's the college life for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. So where are you? Uh, where are you living next year? Yeah, next year I'll be on. Uh, one three two one Milton Street. <laughs> Everyone can find it out. So. Actually, yeah, cut that out. <laughs> Mil- Milton Street. I'll be on Milton in Madison, um, Madison. right next to Edward Cleve Park, which will be really nice. You know, we can get some basketball in. You know, in the summer because I've been hooping a lot, so you know, just got to keep that up. Good. Um, and yeah, I'm living with some great guys. Some guys I met uh, freshman year. Shout out Ben. Shout out Wang. Other Ben. Alex Wank. Madison and Megan, so it'll be a good time. I'm excited, and I'll have my own room too, so that'll, that'll be good. I can't wait for that. Um, I gotta furnish it though, so that's something you know we just gotta figure out. Oh, it, it doesn't come furnished, it doesn't come furnished, but I think um, Amazon mattress in a box. I heard that's a pretty popular <laughs> What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's just you get a mattress, it's compressed in a box, you get it delivered to your door, and then yeah, you just kind of open it up. It, Uncompressed, <laughs> boom, you're good That's to go. Lit. That's lit. And then, yeah, I'll just go shopping, you know, around what is it like uh, August, like 15th, you know, when all the leases start up again. Yeah, perfect time to get perfect time to get like bed frames, you know, yeah. whatever you need. We might have to go rummage sailing. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Before the school year starts, before the yeah, get it popping a little bit. <laughs> you know yeah. It'd be a good idea. There might be some fishing equipment. That oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been fishing lately? Um yeah, I went once over uh, over spring break with Abe. Shout out Abe. We didn't catch anything, but we just kind of wanted to get like the lines wet, you know. So oh yeah, you we couldn't just, resist. We couldn't we took resist. a couple casts in the in the Fox <laughs> River, and yeah, it was good enough. We also tried to go into some ponds, but they're all uh, they're all frozen over, so we, <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't really. Get the line in the water there, and we're not really big on ice fishing, so, yeah. Fair enough. Shout out Fishing Frenzy, right? Yeah, Fishing Frenzy. I'm just going to plug for that real quick. The IG, the IG. IG, Fishing Frenzy. Lots of quality fish on there, mostly freshwater, basically all freshwater, but you'll find anywhere from, like, a little, like, bluegill to, you know, a big old muskie, so it just kind of varies, you know. You never know what you're going to see on there. Yeah. So just, yeah, stay tuned. There wasn't really a whole lot over the winter. I'm not much of an ice fisherman, like I said, but this this summer there's going to be a lot, lot more fish, so stay tuned. Good. Hopefully with Jeremy, too. I think yeah, Jeremy I'm will, down, I'm down. We'll ring in a couple. I know yeah. Alex Alex was able to get a nice bass last year. Oh, so. yeah, that's good. 
What 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 got you into fishing like originally? Definitely my dad. Yeah. I would go with my dad when I was younger, like all the time, and I would hate it at first. But then like once I could go out on my own and not have him like there right next to me, like telling me everything, like kind of not really micromanaging, but like essentially like I couldn't really like get to experience it just for myself. Yeah, you got to figure it out on your own. Once I got to like figure it out um, with his help, of course, and like go off on my own and do it, it just made it that much more fun. And then, yeah, cool. I could go out with my friends and then I could go with my dad too. And we could just fish like by ourselves without him having to like take the fish off for me or like, yeah, that t- dude, that's the worst hook. part. I hate doing exactly. That. And then like, I feel bad because then like whoever I'm with can't really fish because you know, I'm helping them. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I just, I get sauce when I like pull out the fish and it's like, like, do I put my hand in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout out, shout then he's squirming out, shout out Nathan Call. He had a really interesting um, bass hold. If you want fishing frenzy, he held it by the the upper lip instead of the lower lip. I've never <laughs> I've never seen that tactic before, but you know he got the job done. So. Good. <laughs> hats, hats off to Nate for that one. Yeah. So what is what does a typical day look for look like for you for like fishing? Like do you go out the for whole fishing. day? Yeah. Um, I guess just whenever I'm free. Just with like I mean this last summer with work I usually just went on the weekend. Like how many hours we talk? And oh it kinda it kinda varies. I guess if I have time and I'm like, you know, pond hopping, I might go out there for, you know, six six hours, just pond to pond and I I don't even get like tired of it. Like that's the thing. It's just so fun to me just to find new spots and, like, see where those fish are. If I'm with, like, friends, sometimes we don't stay as long because sometimes they don't want to, you know, they don't want to stay. Yeah, exactly. Is Abe Abe pretty diehard? Oh, Abe stays just, like, as long as me. So that's what's really nice. Like, to have people like that who will just go out and go with you as long as you want. And usually, like, if I'm with people and we're catching fish, they don't want to leave either. It's when it comes to, like, if we're not catching anything for a while, then, you know, get a little antsy. We got to find something else for him to do you know yeah play in the sand or something <laughs> mix it up they're not patient enough yeah Fishing's all about the patience it's all about the patience but honestly for me like if you are you just like being outside or? it's the being outside even yeah. if you don't catch a fish you know it's still it's still fine you're still like i was outside all day today. especially like if you get like a little nibble you know that <laughs> it keeps okay. you out there it for another keep, couple it hours keeps, you know it keeps you motivated it keeps you out there for a while so <laughs> And like when you're out there, you don't you don't only like see the fish. You see so many other things. You know, eagles, hawks, deer. This last summer, I was on the Chippewa Flowage Lake, and we saw. De- I did not know this. Deer can swim in the water. What? They can swim. Yeah. So we were just out in the middle of the lake. All of a sudden, we see these antlers sticking up. We're like, what in the world? And this deer is just like booking it across the water <laughs> to this like neighboring island. So that that was pretty. Sweet. That's insane. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we see all the little, uh, the minks, the raccoons, um, beavers, muskrats, that sort of thing. The loons, baby loons. Those are pretty neat to see. A lot of sights to see. A lot of sights, a lot of sights. Good, good. Mm -hmm. So, so you said you're not into ice fishing, ice fishing very much? No, ice fishing, for me, I'm kind of a wimp. You know, my hands get a little cold after a while. And for that, like, I don't want to stay out there for longer than, like, a couple hours. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think if I had a shack, it'd be a little... Maybe I'd like it a little more. But still, you're kind of just in that enclosed shack. All you can really see is just the ice. Yeah, and the ice. I don't think it's the same You can't really see anything, like, outside just because yeah. you're in, like, a tent, essentially. So Yeah. Strictly grinding. Yeah. 
Is it a lot of a lot of catch and release, or what do you? Okay, so yeah, I'm essentially well, like you, yeah. How do you go? I've never kept a bass. I'm all catch and release for bass. Um, big advocator for that. Um, but then yeah, like panfish or especially walleye, I'll keep from time to time. I mean those yeah, fly them up, and, up and they're really nice. So yeah, they're great. Um, yeah, no, the whole like not ice fishing thing hasn't been a um, a big deal for me just because I found a. A new winter activity with skiing. So right, yeah. I wanted to get that, into that. That's, too. that's kept me busy. That's yeah. kept me busy. Which is you, when did you pick that up? Like so freshman year? Yeah, my roommates my roommates this year, oh and last year, um, were really trying to get me on it. So I was on it last year, but with COVID it really nothing really <laughs> happened. I think I went on like three, four skis. Maybe like I went ten miles in total the whole winter. So not a whole lot. It yeah. was fun though. We got to meet some of the people on the team, but once again, like not not that many. This year, however, was super fun. You know, um, all the races and just all the miles I was able to put in. My form is just still very very subpar to everyone else's, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll just get there. Through it. Well, and the sad thing is, like I thought I was getting better. I thought my form was getting better, and then I go look at like some of these pictures from these races and I like see how bad it is. I'm like, <laughs> how? Like I didn't even, I didn't even understand how it could be that bad. But So you could tell it's bad, but you don't know how to. Yeah. Like one of the things you want to have like your, so all the skiers, they're going to get on me for this, but I think it's like a three point, three points of like contact. So if like <laughs> someone were to drive like a spike through your, through like your nose, you want it to hit your nose your knee and the top of your uh the top of your toes i'm pretty sure and let's just say that i was not able to achieve <laughs> that level of um well you gotta you gotta you gotta do it the whole race right well the whole race and but i don't think i even did it like even for two seconds <laughs> during the whole race to be honest with you so what is that supposed to do it like, just i think you're just more efficient you're faster so that's something like next year you know they're kind of sleeping on me a bit. They don't really know my full potential. So if I get that unlocked, I think. I so think you're, you're thinking you're going to grind. Happening. You're going to grind a lot. I think I'm going to grind. And while I was talking to Keegan last night, and he was saying that he might he might join next year, so that'll that'll be pretty interesting. Um, and he said he's busting out like six minute miles on on skate skis, and I'm like, oh my gosh, bro, I I can't even do that. You're going to be completely fine. Yeah. So. And he just, he started later than me, so. Yeah, he goes out there quite a bit. So, he's good. And I found it um, interesting. So, one of my roommates for next year, Ben, Ben Pedon, um, and his girlfriend, Madison, they might get into cross-country skiing. Mm. So, that'll be pretty cool if they pick that up yeah. and do it. He's he's really thinking about it. His um His knees, I guess, ever since, like, football in high school have been kind of hurting. So, it's like hurts to run so he's trying to find something that's a little more easy on the legs um which skiing would be able to provide him for so we'll see hopefully he can get into that i know he was asking about like prices and stuff i know i'm i got mine for pretty cheap on facebook marketplace so. yeah that's like that's the site you told me to go on right? yeah i mean i just waited maybe like a month or so and eventually something something popped up i don't i mean i think i think it fits me weight wise but i'm not really to that really level know. it'll matter yeah really, you know it won't really matter. Yeah, I went out with Keegan, I don't know, like the last time, probably like a month ago now, because mm-hmm. all the snow was melting. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. I <laughs> was yeah, supposed we went to, to Alver, yeah. Alver Park. And How'd you like it? It was it was good. I don't know. I, I found myself so cold in the beginning, and then by the end, like, 
like my pants are sweaty, <laughs> like my hands are sweaty. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. Same here. <laughs> I, I think I really um, I would dress where I was like freezing, like basically couldn't feel anything in the beginning, yeah. so then I could like get warm enough to where I was like at a. I mean, it's better to be warmer than cold. I comfortable think. temperature. Yeah, definitely. Because you you talk you talked to me about that one race, right? Where you like. Oh, I was... You and Jane were, like, I was dead. really dead. Well, bro. Jane especially. Oh, yeah, Jane, yeah, yeah. She had just problems with the frostbite on her nose. But, no, it wasn't just her. It was basically, like, maybe, like, five, six people on our team, like, had to, like, drop. Because what was its starting temp? Like, negative oh, it was, like, negative 18. And oh, it, like, stayed like gosh. that the whole race. Not ideal. And, oh, I completely messed up. So, I didn't know this, but apparently, like, it's smart in those temps to, like, put some, like, hand warmers in your gloves. That just, like completely left my mind i just never occurred no, to me to do no. that no so i put foot warmers toe warmers in but well how was that Did which that eh, yeah i think it was or the toes still cold? the toes are still cold yeah. i'm not gonna lie but, <laughs> i mean better than nothing i'd assume so. yeah yeah and honestly wow. i felt hot take but that was only that was like maybe like two-thirds the distance of the Berkey, and that felt harder and it was like really, really flat i think just because of the cold like i don't know it was that's interesting. It was pretty tough. And then, like, so at the start of these races, I only have one one set of poles. So it's just, like, I'm freaking out. Like, oh, my God, if I break my pole, I'm kind of, I'm kind of screwed. So, But that didn't happen this year, hopefully. Not yeah, what do you do if you break it? If you break so it. interesting. I did not know this. Apparently, there's just, like, poles all over the place. That they, just, <laughs> they just hand to you, like, if you break it. Like, at the first um, aid station, they'll just hand you a pole. And, you know, is it going to fit you? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> But it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, this dude, uh, this dude sit on sit on our team. He's he's fairly tall, and I guess that happened to him. I want to say two years ago for the Berkey, he uh, broke his pole in the beginning, and he was given a pole that was like maybe like half the pole height of his regular pole, and he just had to like power through. Jeez. And he did it. He did it. But how far is this? Obviously, thing again? it's not ideal. Uh, the Berkey, yeah, thirty thirty one miles. Oh, so fifty gosh. kilometers. That's so bad. Honestly, that though, it, How long I, did I think it, take it sounds worse than it is. Oh, it took me just shy of five hours. I was oh, able to finish in, gosh. what, four hours and 45? So when you finish this, you just, you just absolutely gas. Oh, yeah, literally, I was just completely gassed. Um, yeah. Essentially, I just hugged Jane and just how long, as long as I could. Like, if, if she wasn't there, I would have just face-planted into the <laughs> snow. Like, I had no, like, no strength left. Yeah. Like, nothing left. And, like, it's common on these races to just, like, pop a shot, like, mid-race. Oh, yeah, some of these guys, they're just, like... <laughs> Aren't there, like, stations? Oh, yeah, just, I mean, like... All, like, all over the place, especially for the Berkey, they were doing that. Me, no, I was not I was not messing with any of that. <laughs> I just wanted to finish it. I knew if I even had, like, one of those, like, there was no way I'd be able to finish. Right. Just, I don't know. But maybe maybe next year I'll go crazy and I'll, I'll take one. <laughs> there's just, like, how many are there, like... We'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, that to me, that's the equivalent of, like, me running a marathon and then, like, every few miles you Honestly, can just, like, I, take a I shot. I feel a marathon like, is going to be harder because that's something I want to do um, in, uh, what is it, November? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Like I, a full? I want to do the, the Madison one. I'm the sign up for that one. The full? Yeah, the full. Oh, I didn't know that. The full. Oh, maybe you did tell me about that. I, I swear. I told have you maybe. started? Uh, no. But <laughs> I have, you got to get going. I have, this, I, have, I have a little bit of time I yeah. think, this summer. I'd Wait, run with you. you. You'd run with me? Yeah. Honestly, let, let's do it then because 
Yeah, I think I it'd be a really, really good experience. I told myself I'd never do it again. But you'll do it again, unless. And bro, you're unless in, I'm running, running for a friend. You're gonna, you're in way better. Like you'll, you'll be completely fine. Cause, yeah. I mean, if you run with me, you'll go slower than what you could do, probably. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it at a certain point, it doesn't come even even down to the pace. Like it's it comes down to. Well, just you, the amount of mileage, like. I see it as like your body. Just, well, you didn't you're not in, meant to do that. You did one in what? Middleton last? In uh, Was it Middleton or was it somewhere else? Last no, summer? No, it was Manitowoc. Manitowoc, yeah. okay. And, and then you said, we literally ran to another city. That's oh, how far. Oh, so we went 13 miles to two rivers. Wasn't it kind of hilly too? A little hilly? No, it, it was pretty flat. flat okay, pretty flat. Flat. But yeah, we went thir- basically 13 miles out to this other city, two rivers. And what was what was the worst part you think during that? Like I remember you were telling me before it was like eighteen miles. It just like hit. It yeah, just, like, I, I don't know. It, for it's different for everyone, but I came through the first half really fast. Like I was going like seven thirty pace. Yeah, that's like for the first I'd half. Say that's pretty quick. Because yeah. I I thought I could do it, and like the week before, or I think it was like two or three weeks before, I did it with Keegan, mm-hmm. and I I ran twenty miles, okay. and like it was like just over seven thirty. So I was like, I can I can do this. So like. You were banking for that. Yeah, I was like, so like I, I did seven thirty the first half, and then I like you know we got to the halfway point, and then you basically just go in the same way you came out. You just go back. Oh, so then thirty miles back to the, the start. So it's it's not a loop. It's just a it's just an out and back. Yeah, at least saying. for this course, which is kind of a bummer. I think but that's good. Yeah, yeah, is the Madison one? That's a loop though, right? I don't know. I only did the half. Or maybe for it's that, not so a loop. I'm not sure. But yeah, no, and then I got to like eighteen, and then. I don't know if it wasn't because I had, like, recovered from that previous run a few weeks ago. Yeah. But, like, I had hit 18 and my legs just, like, like it was my quads. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know until you get that far. That's why I recommend at least hitting 20, like, a few times before you... A few times, okay. Yeah, if you can. Just to make sure your legs are ready what for about it. What about 19? Or does it have to be... I mean, somewhere, some, somewhere around there. Okay. Anything past 20 is... Is gonna be. You think it's all. It all excessive? feels the same. Oh, it's just okay. Past, gotcha. past like I'd I'd say past nineteen, like everything is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like that's what everything. So you think sucks. it's like not recommended to do the full what the full. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Past eighteen, you're gonna feel the same as you feel at twenty six. Like just total. Gotcha. Tired, just out of energy. And in terms of like your training for that, how many miles do you think you were getting in? Like I, I yeah. Week wise, I made a lot. Yeah. I definitely didn't do enough because I, I was training lot. during the school year, so I didn't have a lot of time, mm-hmm. and I still want to like work out and stuff. Yeah, well, you so, you were training hard with uh, Zach and Oshkosh. That was a while. That ago, was the right? previous summer before yeah. that, and then we and then I stopped. Mm-hmm. I think it was just because we were going so fast. Like I just got really burnt out because we were that summer. We were going like <sighs> you were. That, it was like the fastest long run I've ever had. We I think we did like seventeen miles at like a. Like a six forty pace, six fifty. Like we were hauling. I'd say like, that's pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that round, it was, I'd, we never like talked about it, but I think it was just kind of assumed that like we're like, yeah, I don't think we're gonna be able to hit a marathon at this pace, <laughs> at least right now. Because, but yeah, the dream was always to go to the like Boston Marathon. Yeah. And uh, you you gotta get like sub six forty through the whole thing, gotcha. which is which so is under under three hours in my time, because because I like. Mile 18, I said, like, my legs were basically, like, cramping. So yeah. I figured once I cramped, I was pretty much done. Like, yeah. you know, it's just your muscles just don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. every time, you, you know, like, when you 
when you when you're like about to cramp, you can like feel them starting you know, to tighten. You up. know it's coming, yeah. So I could like I would like run and then I like I'd feel that mm-hmm. and then every every like all the miles past eighteen, like I'd feel that I'd stop, I'd walk, which is hurting your time. You yeah, know, so. yeah. Until until I felt that I was good enough. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's never your lungs. I'm like unless you get really good at running, yeah. like it's never the lungs that are the limiting it's, it's for the, the long distance at least. It's the legs. Especially during a marathon, it's always the legs. I, yeah. I huh. that was the lesson I learned when I, when I stopped running at 17. Did you, did you hydrate like adequately? Like before I did. I it? that was the thing. I, I took. So it, it was even, pretty hot. Mm-hmm. I. I, drank, I started a lot of water, like one through like eight. It's just good to take water. Oh, but okay. then like I talked to this guy like as I was running and I was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, how many marathons have you run? I'm like, this is my first one. He's like, I was like, how about you? He's like, yeah, this is like my, I think my 22nd. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. So this guy like knows what he's talking about. What part about. of the race was that? Was this during like when you were doing like the seven? Yeah, this is probably point? like so the eighth mile, seventh, okay, eighth gotcha. mile. So you're and both going pretty quick. I was like, you got any tips? He's like, yeah, like one through eight, just stick to water. And then like anything past 10, like you want to, like every, there's like a station every mile for like water and gotcha. Gatorade. So he's like every mile, like switch off between water and Gatorade. Oh, okay. And I took that. But like the number one thing I can stress for like marathons is like goose. Like you need you need like goose. goose. Okay. And like whatever it says to take, like if it says every thirty minutes, like take it every thirty minutes. Yeah. Because even even if you're feeling fine in the beginning, I think it's important to like build up the like you want it, you want to get the goose in you before everything start. Like before your legs start getting gas. Did you bring those goose on your person, or did you did they have them at the eight? No, yeah, did. like most marathons, I think do. They this just one was them. just cheap, so I, oh, they didn't they didn't even they have didn't goose, even have them. I, gotcha. Which I think is necessary. I don't know how people ran marathons before. So goose, did this goose. guy who had run like what you said twenty marathons, thirty marathons, Did he have goose on him? I don't. Using I don't know if he did, but okay. I ran into another guy and he had like five. Okay, so. I'm so. Like, I, it was, it's just good. Goose basically like, for those that don't know, you probably, I don't know if, did yeah, you take them I for used skiing? Them, I use them for the Berkey, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a bunch of like, I think amino acids for like building protein, like as you're going, because obviously you're destroying All your muscles. Yeah. And then I think a ton of electrolytes. There's just a bunch of stuff, calories, a ton of carbs. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of caffeine, I think. Yeah, so. and you can yeah. you can. There's two different kinds. You can opt for caffeine or not. I when I started, I took one like an hour in, which mm-hmm. looking back now was like way too late. Like too I, I, I should have just popped on the first half an hour, or even and before then the race. every half hour, just keep taking them. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like you like suck these things down <laughs> out of a tube. Like they're in a little like Capri Sun thing, mm-hmm. a much smaller version. They don't really taste that good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and it's just like. This really viscous, thick stuff that you just like slurp into your mouth, and then just like you ha- kind of have to chew to me, it. It was like a. It's weird, like, like semi-solid, like cough syrup. That yeah, like, but then like feeling. I don't know. It if your mouth was dry in the slightest, like you would just be like, oh. it would just yeah. be like just moving stick- in your oh mouth, and yeah, it would be impossible to swallow. So I'd usually take them at like a at like a water station, take it with some water, but. So yeah, I, I took the goose and then I I only bought I only brought like three with me because I was like I didn't take them in training so I figured I was like I don't need to take these mm-hmm. and then, yeah I hit like eighteen and then those cramps started yeah and I had to stop I had to start walking and these guys oh, really? these really experienced guys that I passed in the beginning 
like ended up catching up with me. Gotcha. And the one guy with like the guy that had like ten goos. Yeah. He's like, you need a goo, and I'm like, <laughs> did he hand okay. you a goo? Yeah, and he gave me one. He he's like, you you're gonna goo. need this. I'm like, you don't have to do that. He's like. I got, and then it's he like, like pulls like 10 out of his pocket. He's like, I got plenty. I'm like, belt. okay. <laughs> I was like, see you later. Cause I, I, there's no way I'm catching up with him anymore. But yeah, oh. it was, I just remember this first one that was insane. Mm-hmm. So I'm like three goos in at this point, like mile 15. And this guy hands me the goo and yeah, my legs are like shaking. Cause I can tell they're like near and cramping. Yeah. And I, I just pop the full thing. Like just <laughs> slurp it all up. And <laughs> Good sound effect. <laughs> I slurp it all up and like my legs feel like a million bucks again, mm-hmm. bro. I feel great. It was, and then I and then I went for like another mile, and then they felt like terrible again. But it was it was like gotcha. like from that alone, I could understand why people okay. took them because so you said another another mile, I felt terrible. Did you, you yeah, to stop and then, again and then walk and then like and from there on out, it was like every probably I'd run a quarter mile walk, just like a cycle, tenth of a mile, just to get it done. The last six miles were like that. It was pain. It was so mm-hmm. pain, but. I, I think between mile 18 and 26, I think I popped like five goos. I'm not even saying that. Or was it, was no, it just you? Okay, gotcha. I think I popped like five goos, which is like, I think like 200 milligrams of caffeine. Like it was, it was insane. My stomach felt terrible. Like yeah. I, my stomach's normally pretty strong, but I felt like puking like near the end just because oh, all that goo was just not sitting well. Now, after the race, were you just, were you just like wiped? Did you have to go right to bed or was it just... Yeah, I, I don't know. I was I was definitely I was definitely gassed. Yeah. Like I you know, I ran 5k's for cross in high school mm-hmm. and it was it was a totally different feeling. Like cuz for 5k's it's more just like your your mind and your lungs are just like tired cuz it's more that's more you the say it's more lungs cuz yeah, you're running. But like this for for the marathon when you finish it's like your legs like just your whole body is just like yeah, I mean, totally there's, there's that it's a marathon, not a sprint, and I feel like, you know, the 5K, that's more of just a sprint setting, I feel like. Yeah, no. You're running as hard is, as you can. You can consider it distance, but, a much I mean, that's time. that's short compared yeah, to what a marathon definitely. is, you know. So I finished, and then, yeah, I was like, I just told myself, I'm like, I'm never doing that by myself again. Like, yeah. I'll do it with a buddy, like, if All you right. want to do it, I'm, I'm, you I'm think in. We can but, get Gray to do it, too? Because I know he did the he did the half with you. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, yeah. He thought the half was pretty, pretty bad. See, that's <laughs> so what I'm saying. I, I'm I, I need, I need someone to like suffer along with me. I mean, you're just gonna be like smiling at me the whole time. You won't even be in pain. But. Yeah. Well, it depends what nah, pace we yeah, go. But true. I don't know. Anything past fifteen, mm-hmm. eight, seventeen, like I'll have to. I'll, I'll have be. To I'll ask, be struggling too. I'll have know? to ask Wank see if he wants to do it. Yeah. With us. I think he'd be down. Um, I don't know if he can run barefoot for that long with those barefoot shoes. He does barefoot. Yeah, the barefoot running. I know he did a he did an ultra marathon his senior year in high school. Really, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, a fifty k through Devil's Lake, so like super hilly. Oh god! With the barefoot running style, he had like a like know, the frog a, feet or what? Or was it actually bare? Like it's not. It's not like completely bare. It's just like a shoe, but it's designed for like you're essentially like it's. You feel like you're, yeah, very minimal. Oh, the impact is it's it's so minimal. Bad, there's nothing, like, there's yeah, nothing there for cushion. But I guess I he think said, I, he said there's a book that was he running on concrete at Devil's Lake. I want to say yeah, concrete. That's bad. But he had that yeah. water, the water pack strapped to his, uh, yeah, strapped to his back that he could, you know, drink a lot. That's op. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Water <laughs> pack strapped to his back. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking of it. But he was, he was just going through the hills at Devil's Lake? Or what? Going through the hills. Yeah. I like, think how many miles is a 50K? The sa- 31. Just, oh, my God. Just same I, didn't, I never talked to him about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said... That's crazy. He said he would do it again someday if he, you know, gets back in the shape he was in um, in high school. Yeah, you really so. got to be in good shape for that. It's it's different than, like, being strong in the gym. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to have a I whole different what, body what I was going to say. Yeah, apparently there's this book, Born to Run, that... Insp- I think that's what it's called. Born to Run, I'm pretty sure. That inspired him to do the barefoot. He says once you read it, um, you just have to switch. So I don't know about that. Like if I, I were to read it, would I? Would I make? I look switch? at it just from a biology perspective, and it's like, like evolutionarily, like our bodies are supposed to take impact on like, like concrete didn't exist back then. You mm-hmm. know, like it's grass and like the hardest. Ma- what is? It? I don't even know what the hardest material you drawn on is. Like rock. Like. <laughs> Uh, you just think of all the natural things like concrete is one of like harder than like everything natural made so mm-hmm. it's like to be running for 26 miles on concrete i feel like you'd want like some support well, well i've know? heard that so like you know the concrete sidewalks versus like the asphalt like the streets what's better to run on like is it street or sidewalk because i've been told that oh are they different apparently they're a little different like it's it's more um it's better for your feet to run on the street as opposed to a sidewalk so Maybe, but I don't know. That could just be. I mean, I think they're both I, pretty something I heard. bad I think they're in both general. Similar in I think terms, but. running on grass would definitely. Yeah, that's why I like cross country in a what is it? Well, okay, middle school, so a while ago. But yeah, we would run on grass, and that was that was nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did like that. Even in high school, it was a lot of. It was pretty much all grass, which yeah. is nice. Are you going home for uh, for Easter? Are you? You stay in here. Yeah, I'm going home. I think I'll probably go home on Sunday, and then thinking about having a darty for for my birthday the, the oh, day before. Nice. I don't know how many people will be Where, there. Where in in Oshkosh or in in Madison? No, probably here. Oh, because yeah. yeah, Saturday. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, you said Sunday though. You're going home on Sunday. Yeah, I'll probably go home through just that Easter Sunday. Oh, through okay. Gotcha. And then come back. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and when's your birthday? That's coming yeah. up very soon. Yeah, a couple weeks. April 12th. April 12th. Everyone mark your calendars. So, 10 days. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So, we're, we're, we're chilling. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to grandparents over Easter. I haven't seen them in so long. So, it'll be fun to go up there. And, really? How many years has it been? Okay, I mean, maybe like a year. but Well, I mean, still, it's still a it, long it time. It feels like a long time. Yeah. Yeah, but I love it up there so much. Pun intended, because it's the UP, so... That yeah, is... uh, they're in. They live in Kingsford, Michigan, so basically right next to Iron Mountain. And yeah, I just there's not a whole lot of like people up there in terms of like Madison or Oshkosh. It just feels a lot um, less dense in terms of population because it. I mean, it is, but there's so much to do just in terms of like fishing or hiking or four wheeling nice. cross country skiing there? in the winter. Like Friday, probably just probably Friday, and then how many hours is it? Um, it's gonna only be like a three hour from Oshkosh, yeah, like a two two hour forty five minute drive, something like that. So That's not bad. Not too bad at all. Jasper coming? Yeah, Jasper comes. Let's go. Jasper comes. My grandma, she doesn't really like Jasper that much, but really, yeah, my papa, same thing as my grandpa. He he really likes Jasper, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice. Um, and Clara, my sister, will be up there too, which will be great, so I can hang out with her. Sometimes if I go up alone, you know. You're a little antsy, you know, because you don't have that many people your age to talk to. But with my sister, we can go do stuff. And 
should go out on my my grandpa he has a boat so we'll go and get some fishing done my sister usually just reads i mean if we say that we're getting bites then she might you know get a pole real quick and put it in the water and then as soon as we stop getting bites she'll go back to reading or yeah something like that but yeah she has a good time and we we so there's two seats in the boat and there's like this little like front like like uh front little like raised box i guess i would say and there's some life jackets in there and neither of us wants to sit on that box. It's, it's not as comfortable as the chair. So we, we have some arguments sometimes about who gets the box and who gets the chair. But in the end, I'd say we get about a... It's a 50-50 split in terms of a chair time and box time. You yeah. don't, you don't sometimes, take advantage? Sometimes I think, I think she gets the right? edge. But uh, yeah, the last nice. the last couple of times we've gone, I think it's been pretty fair. So hopefully that continues. Nice. And then, yeah, so we, we just... There's a, there's a bedroom. Who's my... My mom's brother's room, where he where he stayed, and there's bunk there's a bunk bed in there, and usually we just have to fight about who gets top, who gets bottom. <laughs> what do you like? I prefer, the, I prefer. I think I think this is valid. This I is prefer a valid the argument. top. It's interesting, or not? not the I top. think it's I almost the bottom. it's I almost the a fifty fifty. I feel when maybe I was not, younger, I thought not. it was cooler to be on top, but you know now that I'm getting old, the legs, you know, they're getting a little, they're getting a little frail. So well, especially if you have like two tree before, <laughs> then. Trying to get up that ladder mm-hmm. when you're a little intoxicated is difficult. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, well, I mean, that's not really happening, but... Well, you're yeah. not going to drink up there, you know? Maybe a little bit, but I'm not just going to be like, Well, yeah, wasted, yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's just it's just nicer to just... On those nights, just to be like, <laughs> let me just hop into bed. Like, come yeah, on, exactly. Man. You're already yeah. probably gassed from fishing all day. <laughs> just make Claire Something go up like the ladder. That. I know, honestly. I really should. <laughs> I'm still more of a top guy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I'm stuck with that. Oh, yeah. even yeah. For me, it's even like, freshman year, I wanted my bed lofted to the max. So I <laughs> sometimes with that, I just don't realize like there's not enough room for me to completely like sit up up there. Oh my so, like, gosh! Yeah, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll just like time to get up and I just smack my head yeah. on the ceiling. And I'm like, ow! Yeah, it's a great it's way like, to wake up in the morning. You think I learned, but it's like every morning I would do that, and it's like, okay. And that's how my sister would wake up. She wouldn't have to set an alarm. She'd just wake up from the smack of me hitting my head. <laughs> and i go, oh, time to get up. Well, yeah, I in my dorm freshman year, witty, like the room, the room height was probably... <laughs> I don't know, like eight, it, it maybe, I think it's eight feet. Yeah. I think that's it the height have, of the room. It didn't have the tall ceiling. And, like and you and you lost the bed to the max, and I, I think, I mean, you're probably like <laughs> six and a half feet up there. So, like, you you know, you wake up, and, like, you look, and <laughs> the ceiling's, like, you know, like a foot and a half above you. <laughs> like, who, you, who's your you're, not, you're not like getting sitting who's up. Who's your roommate there. again? I can't remember. Oliver. Oliver, that's yeah. right. Did you both loft or was it just... Yep, we both lofted because the rooms, the rooms were so small. Yeah, you, you basically so we, have to do that. That's a smart move. We had a lot of extra freed up room on the bottom then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the futon on one side and then the Yeah, TV I'm not much of like an interior designer, but I think I'll tell my sister to, to loft her bed next Yeah, it's definitely space. a move. Yeah. Hundred percent. She's coming here. Yeah, she'll be. She'll be Good. coming. Here. She's. She's really excited. What is, so. does she know her major? Uh genetics. I think is what oh, she's, she's going nice. in for right now. And then she might get some certificates and who knows what. Mess around. Yeah. I think she'll figure that out. You know, I think for a lot of people, they don't. They don't only end up going in with what they, what they, uh, thought they were gonna. Yeah. Do. I mean, they switch around a little bit, but. I mean, I, I do know a lot of people that, you know, they come in with something and, they, you know, that's what they're really passionate about. I mean, like you, for example, right? Yeah. 
So, yeah. Did did you switch at all? Um. Yeah, I just switched from civil engineering. Oh, to you were civil engineering. What is it? B- BSE. BSE. Yeah. A lot of questions about BSE. I usually just call it environmental engineering because it's simpler. Yeah. In terms of just. I don't know, just to say. Everyone, off, off yeah, every, even Alex is like, isn't he environmental? I'm like, no, he isn't. He's but like, quite, he's technically, I can just say that. I mean, yeah. What's the difference? What made, what made you want to do BSE over? I, I wanted to do uh, biological systems engineering just because of that environmental aspect that I wasn't getting with. I mean, I was getting that with civil because it was like a well, why environmental you... track, but you had to take uh, classes in uh, concrete, um, bridges, like road design yeah, and stuff right. like that. Yeah, that's a lot of civil. Like, a lot of classes that you just I would have no interest in whatsoever. So I just thought there wasn't really a wasn't really a point. And so right now I'm like in a pretty ag heavy field, um, but I don't I don't necessarily have to stay um, in agricultural uh, if I if I want to I could go to something a little more a little more diverse like renewable energy something like that. So what made you want to choose BSE over environmental? What's the upside? Yeah, it, it was the, it's just the classes, the... the so in, even with environmental? Even with, even with environmental, oh, I thought you, you, were talking take, about you have civil. to take civil classes, because it's like a combined, it's a combined major. Um, my sister was actually looking at environmental engineering as a, as a separate major, um, because it, it is now, it, as of next year, it'll be its own thing. It won't be combined with civil and environmental Why would it, why is it combined thing. to begin with? That I'm not sure. I talked to, to the, I talked to the dean, um... The dean of civil engineering, his dad, I mentored me in like, uh, what is it, like High Noon Kiwanis Club, like K-Kids, just a volunteering club I did in middle school. So I talked to him uh, first semester freshman year about that. And he said, yeah, I mean, other schools have just that separate program in place. So that was something that was kind of in the works, you know, I just arrived a little too early, I guess, to to get there. Yeah, that's always tough. Though, like. But, when you see like the future majors that are coming out, like, yeah, I know I forget who, but like a lot of people like ComSci, and then but like there's like a a data like a data science oh, major that's right. that yeah. like I think just just came out like this year, mm-hmm. and like some of the people are bumming because they're like, well, it's already too late because I'm yeah. already committed, so it's like they missed it by like a year. Gotcha, there's nothing gotcha. you can do, but. Yeah, it was kind of like that for my major too. I didn't even know this, but so I'm microbiology. Mm-hmm. And I, I talked to some, like, senior scientists in my lab, and he's like, yeah, when I went here, like, you know, 20, 25 years ago, they had it. They didn't even have a microbiology yeah. major. They had a, a bacteriology major, oh. so just all, like, the study of bacteria. Okay. And then they had another major that was, I think, I think it was called, like, medical microbiology and immunology. So, like, the more the immune system perspective, which is what I would want to go for. So, and then there's a lot of, like, viruses and stuff in there, too. So, which would have been, like, perfect for me. But apparently both didn't have, like, a ton of people. So, they just, like, combined, combined it into micro now. I don't know how many gotcha. years ago that was, but, yeah. But now there, there's quite a few people, I feel like. In, yeah, micro uh, is still, I think, a fairly small major. Oh, it is still but, fairly small. Okay. But, I like, guess. better in comparison to what it was, I'm sure. Gotcha. With the two split. Makes sense. But, yeah. It's, uh stuff nice and then you got that did you accept that new job you got lined up for? oh yeah yeah i wanted to talk about the summer jobs oh yeah too. definitely yeah so yeah the, i had a i had an interview on tuesday for a job for the summer and like just to preface the story 
some of the guys I'm living with next year. Shout out Ryan, Nate, and Alex. Um, yes, sir. We're gonna get them on the podcast real soon. <laughs> they were. Uh, I I told I told Nate about my about the podcast, but uh-huh. I, I didn't get a chance to tell some of the other guys. The guy I'm replacing. So there's four guys in the house. I'm okay. replacing Devin. Gotcha. So Devin's the fourth guy. Right, Devin. And yeah, shout out Devin. <laughs> <laughs> also, Rip. He's graduating his semester. Oh, early. I see. Okay, so I good did, for him. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. There was no beef. Yeah, him, gotcha. But, yeah, so those those four guys I'm rooming with, and then. I told Nate about it, about the podcast, mm-hmm. and then I put it, like, on Instagram, you know? Yeah. And I, they all found out, and I'm sure, like, Nate told him, like, I'm doing a, I'm, I'm, going, I'm getting on his podcast soon, and I didn't tell the other three about it. So they, like, all simultaneously one night sent me a text. Like, like we want him. Yeah, and then, and then at the same time, like, we're not, we're not letting you, like, room with us next year. Oh. And they were like, we're not talking to you anymore. And, like, as a joke, but it was, it was really funny. I was at the... At the Daily Scoop last weekend where I work, and I just started laughing. I'm like, what is this? But yeah, so back to this interview story, though. So mm-hmm. I was I was, uh, I was, was with those guys, and I was talking to Devin, the guy I'm replacing sure. next year. And we were just talking it up, and I like we got on the topic of like studying. I forget what his major is, but it's something like similar to ours, like something... I think like environmental related and something, something like that. Yeah. And he, okay. and he said he took like a soil science class. Oh, okay. And then I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know about my job last summer. How it just wasn't, oh, yeah, not, you know, not an ideal, long hours, not an ideal coworkers weren't ideal. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. meet a lot of cool people there. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't great, but, uh, I told him about that and I was like, yeah, I'm looking for something a little bit better <laughs> for this summer. And hopefully like, even like, I don't even know if field work would be a, possible chance like but i'd like to get outside this summer and he's yeah. like yeah it took like a soil science class i think i think that's what he said and he's like i, I think i know a couple of professors in that department that might be able to like take you on as an undergrad in the summer wow. so then he gets connection he, yeah i know it was super cool none mm-hmm. of my friends have ever done that so i was like this is this is sweet yeah and he's like yeah i'll send you i'll send you their info and then he sent me their info and then like a couple months come around and I like, I like go on for spring break. And then I was like, I got some time over spring break. I'll just email these professors. Mm-hmm. I email them. Like one of them was like, yeah, the lab is full, which like you always get when you apply to labs. <laughs> like they're always like, we don't need any undergrads. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's how it goes. Yeah. And this other guy, um, another PI named Dr. Friedman, okay. he, he works in the soil science department. He's like, yeah, I can I'll forward this to my graduate students and wow. we can like set up an interview and see if you're like fit for the job. And I'm like, okay. So like I, I walk wow. into this lab, this is this past Tuesday and I don't, I don't know what to, you never really know what to you expect. Don't know what to expect. I, yeah. I'm, I'm messaging these people over email. So I have no idea you like what they even look you like. Don't know what they look like yeah. So we like specify this meeting spot, we meet up and then like, Right off where, the where did you meet? Was it like an undisclosed like at, location? No, like in the soil science oh, building. Okay, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So like we met up and he's like, You Jeremy? I'm like, Yeah, and I like <laughs> shook his hand. His name is Sal and then um another so he's a he's a first year's master's student mm-hmm. in the lab for research and then there's an there's another person that was there, her name is Brooke, she's a first year PhD student. Okay. So they like we like shook hands and they're like, let's go, let's go see the lab. I'll show you the lab. So like we show, they showed me the lab and like, it was like bare bones. Like really? apparently this, this new PI, Dr. Friedman, like he's only been here for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So he's still like setting up shop and stuff. Gotcha. So 
a lot of these other labs I've been in, like they've been in here decked for like, out. like yeah. decades, 20, 20 years. Gotcha. So like the lab's a lot more full. There's a lot of crap everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's just how it this goes. This one was pretty sparse. But yeah, it was like, you, you could see like the skeleton of it. It was like, yeah, we're still like hiring people and like getting all our equipment in here. I'm like, this is sick. Like right away, I was like, yeah. this is so cool. And then, yeah, they like show me around. What were you going to say? So yeah, in terms of the, like the research you're going to be doing like this summer, is it something that's like new then? Is it not something that... Well, I, I, or is it? I guess I, some of, some of like what they talked to me kind of like, I didn't grasp like the full thing, but like from a general perspective, I think, uh, I forget some governmental agency is like funding their project. Gotcha. This is like a nationwide thing. And basically they're, they're looking at, I think at least for Sal's project, the master's student, he's looking Mm -hmm. at like the, the Appalachian area and like throughout the thirties and forties, they like mined like I think coal there and did a lot of like oil stuff there. So basically like from an environment perspective, like that, that like ecosystem and environment area is like kind of sparse. Like not a lot of stuff grows there just because of all the mining that's been done over the past 50 years. So their job is they're looking at like trying to maybe like restore the ecosystem, but also like grow plants that would be good for biofuels. Okay. So they're looking at doing that. And so then, yeah, they told me that and they're like, so we're, we, we're going to like collect like soil samples there and then like analyze the, the microbes in the soil and mm-hmm. see, basically see what their impact is on the ecosystem. And now this, is this all in Wisconsin or do you have to? Yeah. So here, here's the, yeah, here's yeah. the thing. We, uh, yeah. So the, they're like, I don't know if you'd be interested or not, but like three or four times over the course of the summer, we're going to like go to like West Virginia, which is like part of the Appalachians and like collect, like do field work. And then in Michigan, that's like part of another project that does something slightly different. Uh, That was Brooks project, but basically a similar thing. Like we're going to collect soil samples and then bring it back to the lab and like run experiments with that. I was like, Sunday. right away that was like my dream summer job like, yeah i basically just told them like yeah i'll work 40 hours a week for you guys like if i'm getting paid to do this like this is awesome so they're like yeah like a lot of you know like you're just like a good candidate you've already got like a lot of experience from other labs so they're like yeah we we probably see you as like the best fit for the for the lab for the right. job so i i think i think everything's getting through i'm like going through the hiring process now sure like right, right, right around like as soon as the semester ends, like that Sunday, I think we're going to West Virginia. And no like way. So he's like, yeah, like we'll find room for like time for hiking and like, you know, we'll, we'll stay the nights there, obviously, and just drive out there because it's cheaper. So I'm like, okay, wow. this, so I'm I'm really stoked. This so are these are these grad students? Are they close to your age? Or are they? Yeah, well, yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. So they're they're like probably a couple years older than me. So I was Not like. Too bad. In interview, but it was just those two, so I was like, it felt more like a conversation. Super low key, yeah. yeah. Which nothing, is, nothing to stress over. Yeah, that's good. So I can already tell I'm gonna be chill with them, which is which yeah, is cool. Definitely. But yeah, shout out Broken Cell, <laughs> Doctor Freeman. They're they're gonna they're gonna listen to this at some point. Yeah, they might. I, I, maybe I maybe on the car ride to uh, what do you say, West Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't even I don't even know, but it was funny because. They were like explaining their projects and they're like, yeah, once we get the soil samples back, like we're going to have a lot of stuff to do. And they're like, it'll be perfect time to just like throw on a podcast. <laughs> Brooks said that. And I was so like, close to just being like, 
Yo, I'm my own podcast. And I was like, nah, I'll just wait to tell them. But yeah, they're we'll, going we'll to listen too. to this and they're going to be like, this is so funny just looking back on it. But oh, yeah, so I'm really, hilarious. I'm stoked for that. But you you got something set up this summer too, right? Yeah, yeah. Part two of, um, I'll be a civil engineering intern with uh, NRCS, Natural Resources Conservation Service. So that'll be really good. I mean, last summer. Different location though. Different right? location, which, you know, it's whatever. I think I'll be able to either telework or work out of the Madison Fuel Office a bunch, which would be which would be really nice. I'm gonna be in Jefferson this summer. Which is about, you know, a forty five minute drive. But honestly though What like, time does it start? Do you know when it starts? In terms of like my hours. Yeah. I think I can just kinda of pick oh, know, okay. what I want. I think last last summer I was done at four and I came in I mean you're gonna have to wait you might have to wake up at like six Yeah, I like waking up early. So Yeah. I guess you already we already kinda of do that with work. It'll be good. Yeah, but I don't know. I had a great time with the interns uh, last summer. Shout out, uh, shout out Nick. Shout out Kayla. Shout out Jillian. All, all great people. Got to have a lot of fun with them. Um, I think the only other intern that is doing it next year is gonna be Jillian because Kayla and Nick they're actually gonna be working full time now with. Wow. So NRC they're all graduated and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what their degrees are in or? Um, biological systems. Engineering. Oh, same thing. Okay. Same thing, which is interesting. And then, um, uh. Jillian is geological engineering. That's cool. I don't even know Absolutely. it exists. Yeah, yeah. That is so, so great stuff. So what are the, I guess, I guess I kind of knew what you were doing last summer. But sure. Like, I'll, what are, I'll the, run it what down. are the differences between like last summer and this summer? So that I'm not particularly sure of. Um, I can okay. tell you though what I did last summer. I think, usually like I think it'll be summer. a lot of the You're same. Not exactly sure. It'll be a lot of the same. I mean, it's still kind of southeast. Just a maybe a different same location. Same sort of projects. Or? I know they do with more of wetland restorations um in the southeast area so we'll see if i get a chance to work on that there's a new okay. acting area engineer out of elkhorn her name is Brittany, so that'll be really nice to be able to work with her i'm sure i'll be seeing her a lot um but yeah basically last summer um they allowed me the opportunity to actually like um basically work on my own project start to finish um that's so cool which was just insane so i get to go i get to go out to the farm talk to this landowner um so it's Talk just to one his concerns. farm, or what? So I did it with two farms. Um, In the Madison area? This Mad is last summer. Yeah. Madison okay. area, um, Dane County, and also Rock County as well. Um, so yeah, basically you consult with a landowner, you design these conservation practices, and you have to go back and forth a lot of times because the landowner will have you know, different things in terms of like his farming equipment or like... It's just not going to work. It just won't work. Like one of these things with these waterways, you got to make them wide enough and have the slopes um, gradual enough so he can get his big equipment across. And that wasn't something I even knew. So when I designed it initially, I had the slopes be, I mean, fairly steep. Yeah, and, that's just, and he's you know, like, yeah. He's just like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the, the big project that I got to work on, it was four, four, diver four, um, four waterways, four grass waterways, and then one diversion. Um, going through a landowner's farm and essentially what that does is it it slows down that water flow from that upland watershed and it makes it so there's um, no gulling essentially um, I mean there could be some gulling still but uh, there's going to be limited gulling which will allow for less soil soil loss um, mm -hmm. and runoff essentially what that water will do those the nutrients in that um, the grasses like so there's a like Kentucky Kentucky bluegrass yeah. um, a bunch of different type of grasses that'll basically absorb some of those nutrients so that phosphorus and nitrogen um, won't be it's able to get run off into yeah. neighboring neighboring water bodies, which is which is great. 
Um, and yeah, so there was a lot of work that I could do outside, which I loved, and then stuff inside, you know, just with the designing. Right, yeah, I was going to ask, and like, how often were you out in the field? I was I was definitely probably out in the field, maybe, like, 60 to 70%. Really? Maybe, okay. maybe 50%. It, it kind of varied from week to week. Some yeah. weeks I was out in the field every day. Others, you know, I was inside maybe four of the five days. So it's just kind of it just kind of varied right. in terms of what was going on. But... Yeah, so that that was really cool. But not only that, I just got to lot, see a lot of other cool projects that other that the head of engineers there were working on. So one of the big ones, um, it was designed before COVID hit. So it was just getting designed last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, a big stream bank restoration, which was insanely cool on Black Earth Creek and Half, Halfway Prairie Creek, where those connected. There's a lot of different conservation practices, weirs, um, rip rip rap, rock rip rap throughout the throughout the stream. And essentially what what that what their main goal was, um, they also planted some seed uh, some trees along the Oh, nice of that. Well, yeah, essentially what they want well, I guess they didn't plant they planted grass, not trees, my bad. But they they, they removed some trees along um, oh, really? the street the side of the stream bank in order to get that grass growing. One of the concerns with that was there's a very healthy um, trout population in that stream, and one thing's the trout they need they need cold water, and how they get that is that shading with that tr- with oh, the neighboring trees. So I didn't even think about Removing the that. trees, you know, how's that gonna affect the trout? But we yeah. we made sure that there was a bunch of trees still up, so so that should be good. And, and one of the things, so what was happening was um, the banks were being eroded because the steepest part of that the the deepest part of that channel was was off to the side. It wasn't it wasn't straight in the straight in the middle so yeah that was one of the things that they really wanted to focus on just having that um the the deepest flow be in aligned in, in this in the center center of the stream okay um, yeah but i basically for that i was in the water a bunch like measuring measuring out stuff for the practices like i'd measure out the scour holes which would be essentially behind the weir which were good for the trout the trout could stay in there. What are the scour holes? That's it's that's basically where just a deep. So the weir, what basically forms behind the weir, is just a, a really deep, a really deep hole. Um, that's like and, nice and cold, probably. Oh yeah, the, the and basically, fish. yeah, you got to measure out just like where to set the rock and stuff. So like I'm six and a half feet deep in the water, just like <laughs> <laughs> essentially just like drowning. Basically, <laughs> but the man didn't even care. You know, he just pushed me. Shout, shout out Eric. No, it, it was awesome. Eric, Eric and Sarah, they were the, the head engineers. Um, Last year, Eric actually he's in uh, Stevens Point now, um, but no, they they were awesome. Um, they were they were super helpful, especially because I was new. I didn't really know like any of the, you know what what was even going on with any of it. But they just were very nice and just helped me learn just throughout the whole process. That's good. Yeah, and then we even did some like because I know you're talking about some soil stuff. We did some. Yeah. We went out to some wetlands and we took soil samples with like soil borings. And just to analyze the soils there, if they were um, hydric soils, you know, which were adequate for that wetland. Um, and then we did some physometer readings with these. Basically, it was a little, it was a little interesting. So this guy had these, he made these piped, these long piped tubes. And what we'd do is we'd smack these tubes into the, into the soil with a huge mallet. And we'd have a little ball on a string. And essentially, we'd drop that ball in and we'd... Okay, so after we after we set these tubes into the soil, we'd wait maybe like three, four hours just to allow that water level to to get up to where where it would need to be. Right. Essentially, what we're doing is we're measuring the the pressure 
Um, so how we do that is we would we would take this little this little metal ball on a string, and we'd have to get our ears really close to this pipe and just drop that string in slowly, and we would listen to hear where it where it like, like we do the plunk 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 of the yeah. water, and then we record that depth on the string, and using that we could we could determine the we could determine the pressure. So. Physometer. Yeah, physometer. I can nice, I can even nice. I can even pronounce it that well, but you know it's getting. That's there. cool. Yeah, so I got to get my hands dirty a little bit. Yeah, there were some soil scientists out there. So I mean, my soil background is, I mean, it's it's pretty slim. I took like one soil class. I liked it a lot, but obviously the soil scientists know a lot more. But yeah, it was really cool to see like the clays, the, you know, clay, silt sand and clay content of these different soils. Um, a lot of these soils had like a lot of peat. Um, in them, which is, you know, a lot of clay, organic matter, which is really cool to see as well. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, like, the more I think about this job for the summer, like, I'm really You're excited. You're going to have an absolute blast. I think, like, face value, like you say, like, I'm studying soil. It's like, it seems boring, but, exactly, like, yeah. soil is the reason that we all, like, exist to a certain extent because, oh, yeah. like, I mean, without, without plants... Like we wouldn't be here, and, and the microbial without activity, soil, the, microbial the plants wouldn't going be on here. So. in the soil, is yeah, like, well, like way more than I'm you taking do. this like this microbiome course, and it talks about like different symbiotic relationships with plants and microbes, mm-hmm. and a lot of these plants depend on the microbes in the soil to yeah, actually a bunch grow. Of different things, nematodes, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. So like, the soil is very important, and then like it's obviously it stores a lot of nutrients too, and like you said, like. If you change the soil, like some like only certain things are going to be able to grow. Well, in especially soils, like well, you know? in Wisconsin, like, the Antigo Antigo silt loam, um, that's like the Wisconsin state soil. So basically, yeah, all the all the uh, for farming, you want you want these silt loam soils because they have probably just really fertile or very fertile yeah. soils, which is I mean ideal for you know getting your soybeans, your corn, alfalfa, whatever you're whatever you're growing. So yeah, I'm excited for this because it won't it won't be like a class where it's like you know there's an exam every three weeks, but it's it's more gonna be like self taught. Like yeah, these two these two grad students are gonna present me with problems, and it's I just like think you're gonna learn. Like, yeah, so I know. I'm much. gonna be like, well, I don't know what that's and it does, you know. Like, so I just self teach myself, just yeah. gather all the information mm-hmm. I need, which I've never really done before. So that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah, and well, like what you said with the outside aspect, that's something you didn't really get to have yeah. last last summer. So I think that'll be nice. Yeah, it definitely. Because everyone the, wants to be outside. Well, it, it makes the work of life so much faster. Yeah. just like being in being in the field. Like I, I got a lot of experience with um, surveying, so using like Trimble, GPS data, um, or like total stations, just to survey these these farms. And that that was really cool. I know a lot. Like, I mean, I messed up big time my first day. We had to take these, um, what is it? These these cross sections of this waterway, and you have to take like different points based on you know the so if say if it's like a trapezoidal cross section you got to get make sure you get the top the bottoms the top and then yeah like, i'm sure it's really precise right well and that's the thing so i only took like five points for a cross section where you like need seven and like i didn't i don't really know um how to get seven or no, no, no i just i think he might have said yeah get get seven in the beginning and that was you know it was my first oh, day i yeah. was like yeah, yeah I, see I only saying. got five so i ended up having to you know, pull in some points off wide hour, which is these big satellites. They they take a lot of land elevation data for us. So 
I was able to get that, but it, I mean, it's not as accurate. And like, we didn't need that for any like a project or anything. It was just kind of like a little practice thing. But yeah, it's kind of interesting just how much just goes into the surveying that you wouldn't, you wouldn't really think. Of. Like, yeah, I, I thought straight off straight off the bat, like, like just when you take your sample, like, how do you know, like the specific location? Like, how do you go about marking? Like, I took this specific oh yeah i mean it'll like, tell I mean, you it, you gotta be very specific about where you're saying it'll tell you right? it'll also tell you like how many satellites are like connected in to your location so you have Should some we... sort of device that tells you exactly oh, yeah, where you are yeah, like yeah. is it like longitude latitude or like what do you longitude what do you latitude, look at? yeah and then it tells you just elevation um and then you yeah you can get like basic things like slope from that from like taking two points you can get the slope um, right. which is especially nice just to be able to do that out on the field instead of just using some like rudimentary method with like i don't know like a ruler or something yeah like it's a lot it's a lot more it's just a lot more accurate um that's cool yeah yeah i wanted to go back going back on like the thing you were doing last summer so the farmers like is it the government imposing regulations that they have to comply with or do they or do they want to yeah nrcs so they cost share they cost share um for these, so they, they cost share uh, these practices for these farmers. So essentially, what they'll do is anywhere from like fifty to seventy percent of the costs NRCS will pay for, and the farm will have to pay for the for the other for the other half. So it's a, it's a win win in terms of um, the NRCS. They get that the better land management practices, and then the farmer will have more fertile soils. They'll be able to have a better crop yield. Oh, um, in the end because so, but it's not like regulated like it. They could say no. Oh, right? very. They could very well say no. It's not something they have to. They but, have to but, choose. But maybe it would be beneficial because, like, they spend this money obviously, but maybe they'll regain it back through like crop yields and stuff. Exactly. Like that. Well, and here's the thing: if they, if they're these farmers, they want to be able to farm for a long time, and if these, they have these huge gullies forming in the middle of their field, that's going to affect their. So is it? It's going to affect their. Does farming. that just lead to like a bunch of standing water, or just like? Well, no. It's just basically you can't. It's just like a. It's like a two two foot deep. It can be as wide as I don't know, like ten twelve feet, and just will just go right through right through the farm. And they'll have to instead of like you know you take those big like so is it just a big stream or like what? It's not a stream. It's I'm, well, it, it's for it's formed from it's formed from water, but right. It's, like it, so, it rains and then like all the water collects. Oh in yeah, this area. the wa- the water will collect it, collect it, and area. then it'll yeah. just start running off, running off through there. But then any any crops. Going through that path, will all just they're, get butchered. Oh yeah, much. they're gone. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. And then in terms of like farming, it's it's easy when you can just you know, if it's like if you're doing like contour farming or just row row crops, you just you know you take that planter and you put it up and down, up and down. But yeah. If there's a big gully in the way, you know that's you know. You pretty much just have to go around. Exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. land that you can't really use. Mm-hmm. So, so were you like adding soil in some of these areas to like? I mean, there's only so much that will do, though, right? Because over time, it'll probably just erode again. Uh, so we weren't necessarily adding, adding so well. At least, like, the, I guess, how would, how would you we look were, to like we improve adding, the we weren't adding soil, but well, what we were doing is we we putting these these grass waterways along the edges of the farm, which basically have these these vegetated waterways, which are able to, yeah, like what I was saying is they so they just kind of absorb some of the water. and that's where the water goes. Like the water, it'll it'll channel down into that. Oh, but then because the grass is there, it'll just absorb most of the water. Mm -hmm, Exactly. That otherwise, and that soil will stay in place. It won't get. It won't get taken away, washed away. And then that leads to the the farmers being so. Like this summer, for instance, like 
Will the, or the, even the spring, I don't know. But, like, mm-hmm. will, the, will the farmer be able to plant in that area then? Where? Like, on the... Like, where before you said, like, these huge waterways were, you know, like, in the land. They they don't plant in the waterway themselves, but the, the, yeah, they'll be able to plant. Like, like around it. Yeah. Like, closer than they were before. Um, or, I mean, not even necessarily... The, the main thing is they just want to keep... Just keep their land as intact as possible um, in terms of, the, like, the soil... Um, they don't oh, want like that. Okay. They don't want they don't want just new gullies formed. A lot of it isn't a lot of it is just prevention of what's gonna happen. Oh like next prevention year. of future ones. Exactly. And and they'll take care of pre existing ones by like so um in one I wish I had like a picture. So shout out Ray Rip, his his farm. He had a yeah, a huge gully going just diagonal through the whole farm, which was That's not nice. ideal at all. Yeah. But what we did, we put a diversion going Let's see, let's see here. Going west and then going south. So it basically just went from a diagonal diagonal um diagonal channel just to a what would you call this? A Yeah, just a like west, ninety degree. Ninety degree. Ninety degree. Okay. Yeah. How so how would you do that with the with the with the grass all the like different grasses? Or like how would you reroute the route of the water? Yeah, so you have you have this trapezoidal channel, which which is is meant for the water to 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 go into. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then that previous one is just probably it, it's just gone. It just gone. It, it can't. It the water won't go in the go because it the diversion it reroutes right. it reroutes yeah. that water yeah um, alongside the farm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and there, there's so much to learn. Like there's so many like. Different practices I really want to get into, like with micro and macro irrigation. Yeah, even like summer. I was just wondering, even with like farming, did you have to take a class on farming? And that's the thing, my farming background it's very very minimal. minimal. I would yeah. go out there, I would not even know like what crop type was on the, you know, was on the. I mean, I, I get matters, I, I get right? better at that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get better at that as I would keep going out. But um, that was something that just you know I'll just continue to get better at. Hopefully this summer. That's what I'm seeing with a lot of these jobs is that. You might take this job that's related to your major, but like like we were saying with the self-taught stuff, like, I mean, I think that's like, for jobs like us, when we have like different, totally different projects from each other, like mm-hmm. a lot of that's going to be like, okay, we have like the general background of like, you know, you know, you probably know how to like, maybe you learned how to like reroute stuff or like have a general idea of that. That's mm-hmm. more like the engineering core aspects, yeah. but like. And I definitely have some to of that ask, other info, like crop type. I mean, you didn't even take a farming class. Like, yeah. You got to look into that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I feel like that's a lot of what our career is going to be. You know, just yeah. I mean, we'll learn some stuff in college, but in terms of like you know where you go the after finer for aspects. work, you'll have to just you know yeah. relearn a, a lot. I mean, I think college is pre- it's preparing us a lot for just like our work ethic. You know, and just in, problem solving in, in general. Work. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you like. How, how did you like get interested in all that? Yeah, Cause, so, like does it? Because I know we're you know we're talking about fishing. Yeah, how you it, say it, you it's, love it's the not hike even, up north. Like it's not even like the like it, I think like I think about this a lot. Like if I think if I had like, I mean this is not realistic, but like if I was like a professional fisherman, like this would not happen. But I don't think I'd enjoy it because I think like with fishing, it's not something that you know I do it just for fun. It's not something I would want to do for you know sport every day, day yeah. in day out. I don't think I would enjoy it as much. But yeah, my dad, he, uh, um, he's a biology, ecology professor at UW Oshkosh, and he does a lot of research really? in streams. Know. And I think that's kind of 
what got me interested in just doing something, um, working with environment outside. I knew I wanted to be outside. I knew, yeah. Because I was thinking about, like, I don't know, like, other potential, like, maybe comsci or business or something like that. But I just knew I had to have some part of my job be, be where I was, you know, outside, physically just doing something. Yeah, that that's really cool. I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot more, just how, like, how people get interested in what they, like, like to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, like, very interesting because I think a lot of it, like you said, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, their upbringing. A lot of it, I, I feel it's definitely, like, I mean, what your your parents' values or what they, you know, kind of instilled in you. I feel like you kind of take on some of that. And obviously, like, there are people, you know, don't get me wrong, you don't need to follow, like, what your parents are right. are doing. But Yeah, not and, like, I'm not at all. Parents, but whoever you grow up exactly, with Exactly, just kind of who you surround yourself with, especially, like, yeah, I mean, even your even your friends, you know, what your, what your friends are doing, you'll kind of be like them and kind of follow follow them in a sense you know yeah because i i just think of like like myself for example and like how i'm really interested in microbiology and like i I love like going over like the very intricate details like down to like single metabolites like converting throughout like pathways to like reach a final product and like Mm -hmm. what what the implications of that are for like the whole cell in general you know but like i just think of that i'm like I'm like a very organized person, so I think that's part of the reason I like it. Like, I see. And like, when I don't know, like the full pathway, it really bugs me because I'm just very curious. And like, the fact that the pathway isn't fully complete, like it's like <laughs> we need we need to complete this. Like yeah. you know, well, and it, that's great that you're so, that's like that more you're so my, passionate. Yeah, that's like more on my dad's side. I feel like, but then oh, I think, okay. you know, my my mom's like a occupational therapist. And that's more towards, like, I don't know how I got involved with, like, similar to you, like, getting outside and just, like, looking at life with this really cool view. I think partially I maybe got that from, honestly, both my parents because my dad, like, really enjoys hiking. And as a kid, they'd, they'd, they'd take us to, like, these national parks, like me and my same, sisters. Same. I, don't, I don't know. I could, it's hard to appreciate it as a kid because you don't really, like, why are we hiking this early? Like, it, it sucks. Like, we're driving 15 hours. It's funny like, you say that because, yeah, in the moment, I remember when I was younger, like, on some of those, yeah, because I would go on hikes and stuff too. And on some of those hikes, it's just like, oh, my gosh, can we just be done? Yeah. You know? But right. then now that I look Dude, back, I'm like, oh, my God. That I don't, was I don't know what so age fun. you reach when that happens. That was so fun. For, and I, just, I think for me, it might have been, like, junior senior year mm-hmm. like where i like we'd stopped like traveling as much yeah. especially to those like national parks and like now now like even this summer me me tony and ryan clatter we're thinking about going and like on a road trip to colorado to oh, get, like so i went to like the rockies when i was i think like freshman year of high school or something mm-hmm. and again it was similar i was like i didn't really like appreciate it that much. i was like this is cool but i'm like I don't know. I just couldn't see the full picture maybe. Yeah. And now it's like, I have this craving to just like get back there and just like experience it all again. Cause I, I feel like it is super cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of that's like stemmed towards the culmination of my, what my career is going to be. When in, did you, you know? when did you decide like that it was going to be microbiology? Was it in like junior years? Like sophomore yeah, it was, school? It was, I mean, earlier. yeah, it was, it was young that you kind of knew probably yeah. like sixth, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's weird because, like you said, like, a lot of people change majors. Well, here's the thing. Like, even, like, for, like, post-college, what my career will be, like, I'm not even, you know, who knows? It could it could really range from a whole a whole number of things. So it'll just be interesting yeah. to see where that takes me. And I have to realize, too, like, if I'm 
you know, if I'm doing something right after college, I don't have to stay there for my the rest of my life. I can switch, you know, do something, do something else. So we'll just we'll just kind of see see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. I think both of our majors are pretty general, but it's it's more about where we want to like like specify. In, have you, you know? thought about in terms of like living, you know, after college? What what part of the U.S. do you want? To yeah, not not in? too much. I I do I do know that over this past few months I've kind of reached a decision that it's not final yet, but I think I want to go to graduate school out of state. I think that'd be really cool. Out of state. Okay. Preferably. I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm more like a West coast kind of guy, according to like their lifestyle. Like I like the warmer and like, I'm very laid back and I feel like like the West coast is very stereotypical of that at least, you know, where they're pretty, pretty laid back and yeah. maybe not like California just cause the living expenses are just through the roof there, but like maybe like, like I don't know. I haven't I haven't really looked into it, but like Washington, Oregon. maybe Idaho, or yeah, Oregon, or like even like Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, like some of those states. I feel like would be really mm-hmm. cool. Otherwise, yeah, I might I might apply to a few schools like East Coast, like, but down further down south, maybe like yeah, like like West Virginia, Maryland. When, when do you have something to apply for? For graduate school i'm gonna start like looking this summer oh, and then okay. applying in this fall gotcha so but as for career i don't i don't really know i think mm-hmm. i'll i think that experience will tell me a lot about yeah if i want to settle down yeah. near my family more or if i'm fine like being a little further I away mean, i'm the same i'm just as of right now i feel like i'm just indifferent as where i where i kind of go i think i'll just go if like, i find you a, find a, if find a or? I don't. I just. I don't know. I mean, I w- I'd be open to to going somewhere else. That's what I'm saying. Definitely. Like, it's this time of our life where I think we're able to do that. See something like, new. Not, exactly. You know, held down by especially kids if I, or anything. I, if there's this really like, cool job, you know, that's. And even if you take it for a couple of years and then end exactly, up, yeah, or even a few, like months and you, I know it's not for <laughs> you. I mean, I feel like we know that we're confident enough that we can, we can get another job. Like you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, me and Tony touched on this. It was just like, I think some people are scared to like leave their job in fear of like oh, being definitely. unemployed yeah. and like, but the thing how I look at it is, is like nothing's stopping you. Like if you're at a job, like on the weekends, like surfing the internet and looking mm-hmm. at other potential jobs, definitely. like I don't people, I think some people think they like have to quit their job before they get another one. It's like you can set up a future job for a job, like, yeah, and I mean, not have any to, gap it's in good to pay, have alternatives, you know, yeah. like, so I don't know. My uncle's really like big on that. Like he'll, he's like I I don't know what it is, but he's he's not afraid to like go, go to another place and experience something new. Like yeah. after a while, he, you know, stay at a place for four or five years, and he's like, the he's like the repetition is just get it, it just gets really repetitive and yeah. boring, and yeah. like you seeing the same people, sure. and he just is he just gets ready. He's ready for something new, so he'll just take another job somewhere else wow. and it's oh, like that's nice is, yeah. is does he live in in wisconsin then or is he he lives in illinois oh okay i got you he's he's like he's a civil engineer there oh that's yeah that's cool so he, he'll work for cities to like he he was telling me a few weeks ago about uh like he's working with a couple like really small cities and what mm-hmm. he does is it like give them ratings to like their score of overall like oh okay overall like roads and like I think he, he, there's even a factor in the score of like infrastructure with regards to like plowing snow and like maintaining that kind of stuff. So we'll give him a score and then it's his job to kind of like, at least for now, like 
kind of delegate people out and like what projects the city really needs like this summer to bring up know? that score or yeah just, yeah okay, well, with trying to bring up the score and improve the infrastructure of the city so mm-hmm. i don't know that that's not a pretty cool one. yeah I mean, that's that's dope is that more, is more that for the government story. then or is that for a private a private it, you know, it's it, it would be funded by like the government of the city okay, gotcha. so he's been doing that for a few years now and nice. he seems to be liking it but yeah, I, I guess I, yeah, I'm i sort of indifferent, but I think getting out of the Midwest at some point and just seeing if I like it is I definitely agree. a valuable I experience, experience in the in the, in the lease. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's exciting. I don't, I wanted, there's one other question I wanted to ask you, at least that's coming to my ask mind right now. And it kind of relates to this, but not really. Like everyone that knows you, I feel like knows that you're a very like, like I'd say I'm pretty easygoing and like, but I, I'm also <laughs> oh, like. Oh, you think I'm easygoing? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, come on. But I feel like I'm all. I, I feel like you're like. Also, I was talking with Alex about this, and even even I'm sure Jane can relate to this. Oh, she yeah. probably knows most of all. Like, you're very like not serious person at all, and would, that's like a really valuable. I would, I would say thing I like to be optimistic. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think but like, that... but you're just like you look at everything in a very like. Yeah, like one, everything's gonna be okay, but like, I mean, like, no, like nothing's like serious. So that's like, well, cool, like obviously there know? are times when you need to like, you know, okay, there needs to be like a conversation that is serious, and you need to you know have that with people, right? Like, and, and that's what's cool. And like, there is a time, and, there is a time and a place for that. But yeah. I feel like outside of that, you don't always need to be, you know, you you can you can have some fun, which is you know what I, what I try try to do, and I just try to be myself. You know, I don't. Is that what it comes down to? I don't. Just, I don't want to. I don't. How you are. I don't want to be like someone I'm not, just to you know please yeah. a, please a certain group or whatever. You know that's just not not who I am. Right. So yeah, I'll just I'll just be who I am, and if and if the people like that and they want to surround myself, or they want to surround themselves with me for that, then that's that's fine. But I don't. Know. <laughs> I just think that's super cool because I'm more of like a a very very serious guy. So like sometimes I'll just get. You know, wrapped I, up, I in, wrapped that. up in life, and then like I, 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 think sometimes, I think Tony said this, and it was just like a really like powerful quote. Is that like, I think we like, we like take take the world seriously so much that like, in part that reflects on us being just like we take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, I mean, and then I think I think I, I don't know. I think I could be a potential problem just because. It's cool know, to just I have mean, fun and just, I don't yeah, know, I mean, sometimes I do you have, don't. I do have fun, but I mean, there's also like, I mean, I I do I do take things seriously. Just like sometimes, you know, I won't always show it. It won't really show on the surface. Yeah, but, but that's cool, you know? But, I feel like. Yeah. Like even for classes and stuff, like, yeah, like you said, like well, you got to take it serious, but like. And I just think. People the, be like stressing out about homework. Well, the best thing is, like, is if, if you're not <laughs> feeling, you know, if you're not feeling okay about something or if you're something's on your mind that's just been bugging you for a while you i think you just need to you need to talk with people about it i think communication is just so important in this day and age and especially like i've noticed this so much more with like um just like girlfriend groups that they talk about you know everything you know they talk about a lot especially like um i don't know just yeah like girlfriends that are just like super close with i know my mom and all of her friends they talk about like everything all the time they're always over at like each other's houses and they just deep conversations i hear yeah, over yeah. there it's like, <laughs> like oh my is. goodness what is going on but like i mean that that's great i think having those conversations just like just guys like i think that's something that we don't do as much that i think we can just 
try to just do more and like I'm no I'm not good with that you know like I think just the more the I feel more, like that's just the masculine thing to do ex- is, is yeah but I think just the more we, the more the more you I feel like the more you talk <clears> about something <throat> the, the easier the easier to be and like with my dad the one thing like um essentially what led to the divorce of my parents was the communication like that was that was not there and if it would have been there like you know 20 years prior or not 20 years prior but like 10 years prior you know i'm sure it wouldn't have ended the way it ended just because i don't know no no one you know they just went about life as everything was fine which i mean on the outside it it was but you know it's just it it just really wasn't i mean yeah so and like i didn't my sister and i didn't even really we didn't even really know just because like i don't know my dad is someone who just like does not really talk about that sort of stuff with me my mom has like pretty deep talks with me but my dad just would never i don't know would never that's very similar to how my dynamic of my parents are too i just think that's interesting And, and he would talk about how um his dad and him were kind of like that so i don't know if that's like something he wanted to change but I mean, he didn't, I don't know, it didn't really, it didn't really change, but I don't know, I just think that's, that's kind of interesting, but I'm, I'm so thankful for my mom and my sister to be able to just talk to them about anything, like anytime, and they'll just listen, and then same thing, they know they can do the same for me, I think that's one thing, the fact that if you open up to someone and you tell them, like, you know, how you're feeling, what you're doing, they know that they can go back to you and, like, say how they're feeling as well, which I think is, is pretty important. Yeah, I, I tell people that a lot of times, too, because I think some people... It's almost like a fear thing. Like, it, it is. Like, what, what if I open up to this person? And, and what are they going to think they're of not me? Receptive yeah, exactly. of, they're not receptive of it. And it's like, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of times when you guys are real friends and like, they're are actually there for you. For you. For yeah. Like, no matter what. Like, you guys both might be fearful of it, but you both want each other to open up, you know? And it's exactly. just like, a, it's like a, almost like a game where like you both are kind of like resisting it. But like, as soon as one person does it, then, oh, then it like just, you said, they know that like, they can do the same, you know? And yeah, I mean, like, you can even, like, you can laugh about it. You can have fun with it afterward. Like, it just, it doesn't have to be, like, maybe it'll start serious, but then it could open up and be a little more lightened, you know? Yeah. And funny, and I think that's just something that, that'll happen naturally if, if you just talk about it, so. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess, <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to talk about? I mean, um, I think we, we talked about quite a bit. I think we've addressed a lot. I know, um... Definitely going out of my comfort zone and, and doing Nordic ski was just definitely a big, a big thing for me. I'm so happy I did that. Yeah. Um, I noticed that too. Like I. And like, same thing with you for like spike ball and stuff. Like yeah. That's really cool. Like yeah. you were able to just I, I do like, that. I like to have people out there. You're what? Just, you're the, the president, the cap, something. Yeah. The vi- vice president. Vice president. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just like a, like a cool like niche thing that you just wouldn't like when I thought of Madison, I didn't know, like, spike ball, you know, I just didn't know that was a thing, and then even last summer, you were able to form those huge groups, like, so many people came yeah, out. Yeah, man, that was... Yeah, my, my bad, really cool. I'll have to, I'll have to come out to a tournament at oh, least. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, summers. I'm gonna put them really far in, I'm there's only some, gonna, I'm only gonna do... Too, some better dates, too, some better Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna do one this summer, just cause... Just one? I think, yeah, three was just too much for me, maybe, I think, yeah, Jack Zangle told me the idea of maybe having... One in Oshkosh, and then maybe doing one in Madison. So I, I was like, I I'd be down do for that. that. Yeah. So I might, I might, that might be what I end up doing. But maybe have like uh, one in Oshkosh in July, because for the past two years I've been doing these, and July seems to have the most number of people. I'll put it like the third <laughs> week in July, and both years I've had I think thirty people come out. So. Thirty people. 
The goal is like fifty this year. If I could get fifty, like that would be sweet. I'll be there. I'll and be like there. I'll make it more official. I might I might even talk to Spike Ball and see if I can no like way. they can sponsor. Because <laughs> if you if you tell it soon enough in advance, they'll like sponsor you. Well, and especially you have that history of your your you know. That's what I'm that, saying. So and you like can maybe show them that, say, hey. They'll even like put it maybe even give us a set for like the winners and wow. they could get like a free that pro would be, set. That would be sick. So I have to look into that, but be sick. have you been playing a lot lately just with the cold? Have you been going inside and playing anything? Yeah, a lot of Oh yeah. We okay. go on the, the racquetball courts. Oh, at the, at, at at the, the Nick. Nick? Yeah. I did not know that. Very, very tight space, but yeah. it it gets the job done, you know. Sure. That's not Are you um are you lifting and running now or just 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 lifting, right? Yeah, I I've been getting like a run in a week, but you haven't okay, right. Once it gets warmer, I think it'll be training for that I'm marathon. Kinda, yeah, I'm getting kinda sick of the gym to be honest. <laughs> like it's just Yeah. It's gotten to this point, I you know this too, like after a while, it just seems like you're more maintaining than really gaining. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there comes a certain point where it's like I feel the same. I think that's why it's I feel important. like I'll have to spend more time in the gym to keep getting stronger. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe instead of my 45 minute workouts, like it's gonna have to turn into like hour. But hour I feel and like half, it shouldn't have to be. Like, yeah, it shouldn't have to be like. And that. it's like I'm, I'm, I'm content with exactly how strong like, I am now. 100. So and. I don't know. I like it as just, yeah, I feel like it's a nice just stress reliever too. Like after like a hard day at school or class or whatever, you just go to the gym, burn off some steam, you know, with some friends too. Yeah. I think it's cool to like go with different people because then you just kind of get your body used to just different things that you would normally do. Yeah, doing. yeah. That's why I like going with you and Mike. So. Yeah, that's fun. Always, we'll have to go. You always have, have like different different, different types of lifts that I've like never done. Same with you. You got those so. weird, uh, what is it, the banana? The banana crunches? Oh, yeah, for abs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are nice. But that's the thing for me, though. Like, I don't know if it's because I go in the morning, but I don't I don't get a huge stress relief from going just from, from the that, gym. Yeah. But, like, when I run, that's when that's I, where it is. I can just feel it just, like, coming off. Okay, yeah. I feel it's that, sweet. I feel so that's, that too is running. That's, that's why it's, this semester's winding down here where I really need to be low stress, like, <laughs> right now yeah it's like where i'm gonna start running a little bit more are you gonna what just is puts my mind a great day to run is that gonna is that gonna become more active or? i mean now that i'm only working 40 hours a week and i got the weekends available for the summer i think and we're it sounds like we might be running this mm-hmm. trying to train for this marathon i think we and, have to now i mean we've we've told everyone yeah so. i don't we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> don't I told, back out don't back i might out. do i do both i might do a hybrid of like because me and gray were talking about oh, i really okay. want to get back into 5ks because oh okay i've been doing distance for all, yeah throughout I mean, all of college I, I do that so. too i do that too i might i might i might do a little bit of both because mm-hmm. it is important to well, I like feel train like you can for train those, for both at the same time. You can. They, they actually work really well together. Yeah. I want to like get, get some track workouts in. I kind of miss those. And mm-hmm. Like do 400 repeats or just... Yeah. Do you do you have spikes here or that? No, I don't have... Like, I probably won't even buy spikes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You won't. I don't, I'll probably... Uh, like in high school, me, uh, Will Shireman and some other guys, we... Uh, I don't think this ever resulted into anything, but... Maybe it was Will's Shireman's freshman year. He's a year older than us. Okay. And he told me that I think, so I was in eighth grade, but his like freshman year summer, he'd run with like an older runner. And I think they do like mile Fridays where they just run, like go to the track and just run a mile as fast as they could and see what like, 
And every Friday, they'd see if, like, they could lower their time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I might I might try and do that this summer or, like, something like that. And, like, <laughs> that sounds fun. I, I, I don't want to do it by I, myself, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be that quick, but I... I Would you do it every Friday, though? Uh, every Friday? Every single Friday? What okay. time? We, like, we, could, like, like, we could, like, do a warm-up track workout and then... Yeah, I mean that could be like our track day. What what know, track for the marathon? What track you run like the Edgewood? Track I, I'd or? have to talk to yeah. I think maybe Edgewood. Or not or, not indoors. I don't think. No, no. Yeah, that would definitely be outside. But mm-hmm. yeah, and just see we 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 could like record our times every week, like starting in like May, and yeah. just see by August if it like improves. Yeah, because I mean we're be. gonna if you want to go for this marathon, like we're gonna be grinding. You know, like this isn't gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. Like, I feel like, like I definitely twice have to, I a week. No, like, have we're to gonna, like it's gonna be like four or five days. Like we're gonna have to. We're gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm gonna yeah. have to commit a little, a little more than just you know one run, one run a weekend. Yeah, so. I mean, you're gonna have to get up to twenty somehow. So yeah, yeah. That was the thing about the training that sucked too is. Because you weren't eventually even hitting, for you these weren't even runs. Twenty somewhere. I mean, I had twenty like the, the couple weeks before, so yeah. I I, did, I just didn't. But I mean, you already—it's it's important in good to like shape, have a so schedule. You know, you can finish it months in advance, and yeah. I really did it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll have to plan it all out. But do you do you yeah. follow like? So did you have? Oh, no, I didn't have anything. I thought it was like bigger than it, basically, because I was like, well, I've I've ran across the past yeah. four years. When you've done, like, well, you're right. Like I, you I wasn't seventeen miles like, at what six six the previous four, summer. Yeah. So I knew I could do it, but it was like. You know, it was, it, I just didn't run enough. Like, I don't, I thought it was just like, I didn't need to follow like a schedule. And I think I ran, I mean, throughout, Mo- so the, the marathon was in June and throughout March, March is like, February, March is when I like started training. And like, it was just like, it was like every, I think it was every week I'd run maybe like one five mile road. And then okay. Fridays were always my day where I'd like, Increase it by two miles every week. Yeah, I know. So it, well, it would just be like last summer, 11, 13, 15. I would just, I would just do whatever I was feeling that yeah, day. Yeah, it, it wasn't really a, like a like it was like oh I'm feeling three miles, you know. I'm and if you want to go for the marathon, I mean, you have to have like some days set it's not going to be what you want. You know, <laughs> I mean that's just how it is. Like yeah, you might, you might not feel like going. For well, a I think time that's my problem with lifting. I've been lifting for so long, but like some of these days, you know, I just kind of do what what I kind of want to do. Right. Like I don't. Yeah. It's not too too set. Well, lift, lifting is just not really a passion of mine, so I don't. Yeah, I feel like I'm not I'm, gonna put myself through that extra bit of pain if it's like <laughs> if it's not something I'm really feeling. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, that that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So I'm I'm excited to get get some more runs in the summer and just. Mm-hmm. So you're what you're saying is a great day to run. It will be. Yeah, it, getting back on that, I think I think since I have a little extra time this summer on the weekends, especially, I think. Yeah, we might see some posts coming. I mean, my you're last doing forty hours compared to what you were doing, what like sixty yeah. before occasionally. Yeah. yeah. So, I think uh, <laughs> I I kind of put it off, like because I the last post I had on there was my marathon. Yeah, so that's you, coming up on a year now. You got you got on my got on my. I case mean, I still the, I still for the, for the ice fishing for all the followers for the, for the lack of fishing content, but yet here you are with nothing in the winter. But. Well, yeah, and as we speak of it, this is a. Fishing Frenzy, Great Data Run, and Flying Tuition Club, oh, all at the same time. I guess time. you're right. I, I guess it is. For the longest, I, I haven't been using Instagram much this year, so I, I just, just kind of put it realized. aside. Well, that's been me with I'll maybe with, download it once a week Snapchat, and like check the just, feed and then just delete it again. It's just, I, I spend too much time on it. It's just... Yeah. I mean, shout out Peyton Bartow for this one with the Snapchat. He's been telling me for a while now that just, you know, you don't... 
it's just, you know, you don't need to use it as much as you do use it. And it's just like, I didn't really realize that, I guess, until just this year where it's just like, wow, you know, I don't need to be on it as, as much as I was. So. I've noticed that with a lot, not all of our friends, but a lot of our friends. It's, yeah. Snap, it more just seems to be Iowa, like the message, mm-hmm. the, the iMessage, which I, I personally love. I yeah, know. I, I know you like that. I, I wish you could do like a more of a, like a Snapchat thing because I do like the idea of like, like you know, just sending like faces it's back the and pictures forth. That are yeah, nice, yeah. But, but then I feel like in order then, to find then, out what a person looks like that day, you're forced to kind of just you know see them in person. I yeah, don't know. yeah, that's true. You know what that's I mean? True. But yeah, you could also do like send a picture through text, but it's yeah, not not. Maybe as, I'll start doing that. To not you as, as yeah, yeah, what that, up? What that'll up? be that'll be nice. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> be I'll be excited. I'll be excited for that. All right. Our um. So it's just IQ right now. No one else's. In the house, there's Alex here too. They're all up there. I They're all up there. Just we're recording this at like noon quiet. right now. When we started this at noon, Ike already got a full work. I mean, Ike was up by probably seven. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, <laughs> me and the Ike. Well, especially Ike, always be waking up early, even on the weekends, because that's just how his I, body works. I love getting up early. I don't know. I've always been like that. <laughs> As you wake up at ten thirty today. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is a this is a no, no, no. this is not a thing I do do often at ten thirty. Lately, I think maybe it's felt like that. I think the day before it was 10. No, but usually, like last summer, I think it was like, you know, like 5.40 a.m. every yeah. day, you know? And even like during the week, I try to do like, yeah, like the 5.40, which has been Ugh. it's been slacking a little bit. I, I've kind of been more in tune with my body, and I think I've realized that you like, have to, yeah, if you need more sleep, you have to take... 6.30 is about... The, like the earliest I can go. I think for I, me, I can I can wake up at five thirty. I mean, I'm not a beta. If if I need to, I will. But it just depends when I go to bed. I can I feel like I, I need for I me. Need, it doesn't even matter. I need that at least seven and a half hours. Honestly, like ideally eight, just for me for my. Body. I can get eight and wake up at five thirty, and I still feel like crap. Yeah, because yeah. I think my body's not depends. used to it or something. But I've realized that like I think six thirty is like my ideal. Like, Your ideal because I do like waking up early, but there's a certain like. I've noticed a certain breaking point. Even mm-hmm. if I get eight hours, that like, pat earlier than like six, even pushing six. Like I wake up and like I get to like three o'clock in the day and like, yeah, I just get a lot of brain fog and it's it's not good. That know? reminds me. This is kind of off topic, but we have to we have to ask uh, Kevin about uh, what is it? Volleyball or kickball, softball, oh, flag football, whatever. Whatever Alex was like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing kickball. I know, I'm not really trying to do kickball. No, but that volleyball, I feel like volleyball, or flag football. I feel like flag football. Would be Dude, fun. some of those guys are crazy. Yeah, in flag yeah football, I know, honestly. I know. We can just have fun with it. I feel like we win one game as opposed to basketball. Yeah, <laughs> you had to expose us on the cast like that. Yeah, I guess you had a couple threes though. I think I averaged a uh, three a game. <laughs> <laughs> I think my shooting percentage was about. <laughs> Nine percent, eight percent. Yeah, mine was a great. I think I had one layup throughout the whole all three games. Dude, I had like five chances to score, and I just miss every time. Yeah, those layups, man, they get you. Yeah, shout out Morgan and Jess, huge support, big uh, big uh, fan section we had. Our Brenna. It, oh yeah, Brenna. Yeah, wasn't enough, but it... yeah, you need, <laughs> we need more people. And I guess Sarah pulled up too. She oh, that's true, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah. 
Those are uh, good times. I guess the season was only three games long. Thank you, Breckwell. Yeah, I don't we know. You have 25 bucks in three games. It's pretty <laughs> well, you, that's what I'm You got to get your money's worth. You got to join something else. Whatever. That's going to get you. That's going to get you. How is it going to get you? So dumb. <laughs> I do not like Breckwell. Why? I will say that. I am a little, I'm a little biased just because uh, I used to like him. But then... Uh, they unfollowed me, so now, yeah. It's... <laughs> well, why do they, I, I just hate how it, like, why do they have to be the ones that, like, the message. Yeah, like, it's okay, it's fine. It's just students wanting to play, like. It's fine. I don't, I don't need the, the third party, like, <laughs> I don't need the third party, like, micromanaging everything. It's just, if I want to, if I want to play some pickup spike ball, like, let me just put it in the spike ball group chat and we can play. Gotcha, I see. Uh, so extra, see. but. Oh. It's bad. Do you have like spike ball practices like during the summer? Or is it's it just, just like pick up, pick up, come as you, come as you want. Oh, in the summer? Yeah. No, in the summer it's nothing's official. But I wonder if you could like I could add you to the chat. If you uh, want. Yeah. Dude, you're gonna become a god this summer. Bro, I played it before. Y'all just make fun of me, so don't well, ca- yeah, don't yeah. cap on you, the podcast. Well, you gotta be. Oh yeah, I do make fun of you. That's what I'm saying. You gotta get better. You gotta get out there. Okay, man. okay, fair enough, fair enough. I think it'd be cool if you somehow. I don't know how this would work, but you could do like spike ball groups or clubs from other schools and then you could like play each other we already do that you do do that yeah that's we the the spike ball like like brand set up college regional sections kind of like a bit like big 10 sure so actually next weekend is our like sectional no way so we're playing people in our great in the it's called the great lakes region Okay. We're in it. Michigan isn't. I don't know how that how they came up with that stupid name. But what are, so what are the other uh, schools that are in it then? If, if like Michigan the Dakotas, is? who are like so far away from the Great Lakes. But, but, but you're, you're, you're Illinois, playing this. This is going to be like a virtual. This Minnesota, is going to be an in-person thing. Virtual spike. <laughs> virtual spike. <ball. laughs> I don't so. even know how that works. But yeah, no, it's in person. I think it's at... Uh, I think UW Stout. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all the UW schools are in it, and as as well as like U of M will be there. Mm-hmm. Some Illinois schools will be there. I don't. UW. I don't even know said? if the Dakotas have a team, and that, two that's like a sixteen hour drive for them probably. So I don't think they're gonna be coming. <laughs> you know. You know Ethan Hinderman. Right? He plays or he runs. He plays. For, he runs for Stout. I, I, I oh, think, he does. I think he plays. So he plays. Maybe, maybe he, you'd play against him. I don't know. I've never even been to Stout. So <laughs> maybe me and maybe Alex either. are gonna go and just. Saw some kids. Yeah, you hope they could. They could be better than you. I know you're pretty good though. So. Is there any prize or reward for the? For yeah, uh, so we went to one in the fall uh-huh. at U of M, just like a tournament. Sure. Nothing through Spikeball or anything, but they, they, I think they reached out to Spikeball and they said like the winners will get. Obviously, there was some money involved, but then Spikeball was gonna send us like sets that we could. Okay. That would that w- if you took first, you would get like. Four or five pro sets. I'm, I'm for, going for going out on limb here. Did you? I, I'm just gonna say, did you guys take first? We took know. second. Oh, that that's Minute, very surprising. I think, or maybe it was. I think we. That's insane. Out of how many teams? No, maybe it was third. Okay. It was second or third. Okay. We were better than the second place team, but we didn't play them. Gotcha. I think we were at least because yeah. it was just how the brackets worked out. Because mm-hmm. we had to play U of M, who ended up winning. Yeah. So I think I think I think it was second or third, but. We got a little money, so like most of our gas money to the for the trip was covered, which was nice. And then, yes, so we took third. So Spikeball was sending us sets. I think we were supposed to get like two pro sets, 
upon mm-hmm. winning. Mm-hmm. And Michael just told me this today, but apparently Michael... Michael's the president. Gotcha. Michael Erickson. Not, Shout out Michael. Not Michael Schmidt. No. Okay. And apparently over winter break, Mike like looks and he's like going to get the mail because apparently he's got a package mm-hmm. and they're just two huge boxes like, like in his name and he's like, what is this? And then he opens them and he gets eight pro sets from Spikeball. So I don't know if they messed up or like they just wanted to be nice because we're like repping. You know, so now you guys club. use those when you. So we have like yeah, we just have eight pro sets. He has he, he hasn't even opened. I think he might. Well, maybe that, he's that's gonna be good for uh if you do a little tournament in that. Yeah, you know, so, you can get a ton a ton of people. I'm sure. Like I said, I don't know project. if it was a mistake, but like, I mean, we'll take the pro sets if they're giving them to us. I mean, they're not gonna go to waste. So. Yeah. I like to. Really I like to. Sh- I that. like to shout out Jeremy real quick. He uh, provided me with some nice water, but uh, it wasn't enough water, so I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he's out. Ice cold. If you do a little transition, are you trying to pour some of your uh, blender bottle water into my thing? A little ASMR action too. Here we go. <laughs> I'm nice and close. Oh, that's gonna sound amazing. <laughs> Appreciate you. <Jeremy. laughs> Of course, of course. I don't know. I, I guess is there anything else you want to talk about? I, I think. I think we. I think we've covered. We uh, chopped it just up. Just a good, a good general amount. Thanks for having me on this. This was. This was. Yeah, nice. of course. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, this definitely, was, uh, definitely. I'm sure I was a little late. This is great. And if you know anyone that wants to. Yeah, I know you were talking on. about getting your roommates. Are they going to be on? The, are they in the next people or? You got someone else in mind. Uh, yeah. So Ike is the only other roommate I have to bring on. You got to get him, yeah. And then... You you know, you, you could get uh, Kevin, too. Yeah, I was thinking about getting him. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do, like, a a, a double with Alex With and both Kevin, But I, I don't know if I want to Are you talking about... I like bringing on just one person. Are you talking about rec ball Kevin or Kevin, your roommate from... Well, both, honestly. Both, yeah, I, bring on both. I, I know a lot of people... I've been, like, reaching out and, like... Since I posted it on social media, like, a lot of people have been reaching out to me and, like, yo, can I, like, hop on? So, mm-hmm. if you know anyone that wants to come on. Yeah, I feel like you could also do, like, A lot of the names like a, just kind of, like, I, I kind of forget. You could do, like, a group, you could do like a group podcast, too, if there's just, like, a lot of people, you know. And yeah. You want to get in people at the same time, especially if they're friends. But maybe it works better just for the one-on-one. Yeah. Because I feel I, like. I, I do think that I can. I, I think the one-on-one, one-on-one is, is better. Yeah. But I'll, I'll probably try it, at least, and just see yeah. I think it'd, it'd bring a more, like, fun aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little less, less serious. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, thanks for, thanks for coming on, and if you know anyone. Yeah, definitely. You, Ethan, or, it. yeah, you guys, the listeners, if you guys know anyone, or you want to be on yourself, just text me, hit me up, be like, DM, get me on. DM, DM on Instagram. Yeah. The handle. What's yeah. the handle, Jeremy? Flying.intuition. Flying.intuition. Yeah, and I'll, uh, yes, sir. I'll hook you up. We'll get something set up for the summer or next fall. and we'll get, Also, we'll get to also it. there might be some some merch merch in the works. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some stickers, get, uh, something like that. Yeah, keep uh, keep heckling Morgan Lexius to get on there. <laughs> I sent her the, some, some ideas for the logo, and she's still working. She's still working, so... She needs some, she needs some some pats on the back to get her going. <laughs> but uh, I th- I think the logo is coming together nicely. I haven't had any updates, but I think it'll be coming, coming together. Along. We're gonna we're gonna make some stickers and 
hopefully Cardillo was saying that like he has these sweatshirts mm-hmm. he didn't put a logo on them but there's this company that like you can buy them really cheap oh yeah I'm and sure then there's put, a bunch, put logos on them so like I don't know if I'll do sweatshirts right away but hopefully for the summer like t-shirts would be t-shirts just, would be nice just have the the balloon and then maybe Ooh, some clouds yeah I feel like I mean I would, I would buy one for sure okay you already know I feel like everyone like who you've already been on a podcast with the buy one yeah you. I mean like yeah. boom there's some you know, yeah, there are some people right there. And what I want to do is just see, see, like, so I'll probably, I'm probably gonna like either. I guess, I guess it's still an idea, but I might like even ask people for like a dollar for a sticker, and then like that all that money, a dollar or two for a that's sticker, genius. and then all that I'm money, up, like yeah. all that, like I'm not gonna profit off any of that. Like all that's gonna go right back into the podcast, yeah. like getting better mics. I think that's a great idea. Like, maybe, like, saving up to buy merch. Yeah, and you could even like do some, like, like I don't know how, like, widespread you want it to go, but you could even do a little bit of advertising on campus, you know? Uh, I want it to go as much as possible, yeah, like, because yeah. I think it would be cool to... I've, I've seen it, like, this market, at least in Madison, even in Oshkosh, too. Like, you don't hear any podcast, like, local podcasts. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. I literally, I don't listen to, like, any podcast and then i saw your thing and then i listened to it you know a few years and it was just like wow this is like super relaxing i can just like eat dinner listen to this you know yeah and, it, and it's like a local connection that like mm-hmm. like you oh, wouldn't hey, get I know these some people. other podcast yeah, exactly. you know like some other podcasts are really cool because they're topic but you don't know those people directly mm-hmm. you know like and it's cool because a lot of stuff that's talked about you can just relate to in so many ways at a just, more local level exactly too. so i've I'm, I might ask, like, because I'm part of the student radio on mm-hmm. campus, I might ask them if they just, like, tips about podcasting in general and, out, like, also ways to, like, spread it. And my goal, my ultimate goal is to, like, get get into contact with, like, somehow, like, UW-Madison and see if I can, like, because there is an argument, like, I am, I am interviewing in a way or bringing on guests that are either students, mm-hmm. and I, I do have, like, maybe this summer a dream of like bringing on faculty too. That would be insane. like some of the people that I work with in my lab. That's what I was going to say. You could, you can bring in so many just your, yeah, people you work so, with. So I, I mean, I do have the argument where like it is, it is in that aspect. Like you can learn more about faculty and like students. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'd like to see if I could like work with the radio and maybe they know some, like a connection that could like set me up with possibly like seeing if I could, get a post on their Instagram for like yeah. my podcast. Or well, something. I think what would be kind of cool too, if like some professors, they could even have like an optional podcast that the students could watch, you know, just like before they start the class. Oh, just to kinda dude, that's a great hear, idea. Like what the class is about. You know what I'm saying? That is really and cool. I think that's something like a lot of professors would be super open to just having that, like just on their canvas site, just as like an, op- I didn't even, I didn't an even optional, think about that. optional thing. Dude, so. you're, you're plugging I mean, into ideas. If you, yeah, if you just brought them on, I don't think they'd be, too opposed to doing that i don't know especially if you get one i feel like if you get one then you can you know it'd be easier to get more yeah maybe yeah maybe i'll because uh one of my one of my labs he he like runs a it's more like a older class it's for like medical students Mm -hmm. but he said he said the course is all online so maybe i could like we could talk but then i could like bring up the class and be like, do you want that bit like just on your canvas website Mm -hmm. if you're like describing the class already you know yeah Definitely not good idea. Yeah, it's yeah. the idea I could I could definitely see myself looking into. <laughs> and then yeah, from there if even if the student wants to like get to know the professor a little bit before 
they take the class. And that's what I'm saying. You could hear the professor's voice. They could just talk about you know their upbringing, their life a little bit, um, whatever whatever they feel inclined to say. But yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks for it? coming that on. So, up, yeah, I think. I think that I think that just about does it. We got we got some good chopping <laughs> up in and some goony aspects, you know. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate it. Episode eight. Good stuff. We'll see if it eight lives up to the hype, you know? <laughs> eight is great, is that what you said? Eight is great, yeah. All right. Well, we'll hit him with the dap up. Thanks, guys.